0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host
1: Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by Tom Walker. Welcome to the show everyone. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. Yeah, you're very polite in your podcast introductions. You've been
0: consistently polite for 3 odd years now.
1: Yeah, I just, you know, really appreciate everyone that wants to listen to me and you. I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why they would, but uh quite a few people do so you know i just want to uh, thank him every time
0: and there's nothing wrong with that is so if you're new welcome to the show if you're a returning listener welcome back um, here's what we're going to do today pretty much same as usual uh, we're going to look through premier league championship league 1 and league 2 picking up our betting highlights and best bits then uh, we'll have a look at bomproof's Trebles for this week and last week and fantasy football at the end um so shall we crack on straight away
1: yeah quite a tasty uh way to get started off in terms of a uh from an entertainment point of view anyway in the premier league
0: yeah so we've got Leicester against Liverpool kicking us off Saturday twelve thirty. Leicester the outsiders the home side five to two the draw 12 to five and Liverpool 11 to 10 um I'm sure pretty much most people listening would have seen that Liverpool lost 4-1 to Manchester City at home last week. Um, It now puts them 10 points behind City and that City have got a game in hand as well. They're three points behind Leicester in the table. So, you know, a win here would would see them overtake Leicester, but I just don't trust Liverpool whatsoever at the moment. I feel like in the reverse of this fixture, I feel like I was saying the same thing because Liverpool hit a bit of a patchy run of form. Mm-hmm. and then they won the floor of Leicester 3-0 in the reverse fixture um, I'm kind of aware of the same thing happening again but at the same time I just don't trust Liverpool whatsoever
1: No, neither do I I'm totally with you I don't think either of these sides are particularly backable to be honest with you um, in terms of the game should be a, a really good game I am going to tip over 2.5 goals uh, it's priced at 8-11 to 11, so you know, it is, uh, is odds-on. But in terms of Liverpool especially, you have to look at their last five games. Four of them have been over 2.5 goals. Just that one nil loss at home to Brighton that scuppers it. And then in terms of Leicester, um, in their last um, five games, it's just been the once. However, if you look at the season in the entirety, 52.17% of Leicester's games this season have been over 2.5. So the uh, odds are in our favour there, just. Yeah,
0: and, you know, we're saying there that Leicester perhaps haven't been scoring that many in their recent games, but that is because as well, I I strongly suspect because Jamie Vardy's been out injured and he only just came back last weekend. So he should be much more fresh this weekend, probably starting, so that gives them a big boost in the attacking department as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do think it's worth pointing out just to back up your over 2.5 tip as well. In the last nine games between these two sides in the Premier League, eight have been over 2.5. So it is a fixture that has typically uh, contained plenty of goals. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Uh, Palace Burnley then is the next game at three o'clock. Palace 13 to 10. The draw 11 to 5 and Burnley 23 to 10. For me, there's only one thing really that stands out, and that's a lack of goals. Hmm. Under 2.5 is eight to 13, so the bookies agree going by the price. But I wouldn't dare go, you know, fall on either side of the fence in terms of the win market here.
1: No, I have absolutely nothing to tip on this game. Nothing. Nothing.
0: Okay, then how about the next one, City against Spurs? Uh, 2-7 for City, 19-4 for the draw and 17-2 for Spurs. The price is bad, but I guess it's what you expect for Man City, considering they've won 15 games in a row, um, unbeaten in 22 and they're at home. I wouldn't be putting my money on it because it's too short, but I thoroughly expect them to win.
1: Yeah, absolutely. How can you go against City at the moment? They are possibly, possibly... Uh, The best team in the world right now, possibly. Mm. So, yeah, there's only one way this is going to go and this is going to be a City win. The only thing I will say is Tottenham are at their best when no one fancies them and they're on the break. When there's Kane and Son, there's a chance, but it's a slim one.
0: Uh, We'll move on then to the 8 o'clock game on Saturday, which is Brighton against Aston Villa. 17-10 17 to 10 for Brighton, five to two for the draw, six to four for Villa. They're the favourites in this one. Um, don't know about you, but again, I'm not so so confident on the win market. But I think you'll definitely get both teams to score in this game. Uh, when these two sides have played each other, they've had seven consecutive games both teams to score, and I think generally. Um, you know they're both going to try to attack the game, and they're not going to be playing for points. So I think they're both going to play to win.
1: Yes, I agree. Um, I would just like to say to listeners that the tips do come thick and fast. <laughs> just stick stick with us. I found the Premier League kind of tough uh, this weekend in terms of of picking real real value, um, but mm-hmm. plenty to come in the EFL.
0: Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Uh, it's not the easiest week in the in the Premier League from a betting perspective. Um, do you want to move on then to Sunday? Yes. Well, you can take it away with Southampton against Wolves, which is our our first game on Sunday. You know we're talking about things that are tough to bet on, and again you've got one right here. Uh, just one win between the two sides in the last ten games combined. Uh, the Saints. Eleven to eight for the win. The draw eleven to five and Wolves twenty-one to ten.
1: I don't dare go anywhere near it. No, things are all over the place. Absolutely all over the place. You've got, I mean, typically, you know, mid-table sides are mid-table for a reason. It's because they, you know, they can't they can't string together form to propel them up the league. And they don't lose too many to propel them down the league, you know. They're very inconsistent. And here you've got twelfth against fourteenth. Get me out of this game. I don't want anything to do with it from a from a backing perspective.
0: <laughs> okay, how about West Brom against Man United then? West Brom nine to one, the draw nine to two, and Manu three to um, ten. Again, I'd. You're looking at it and you think, yes, man, you should comfortably win this considering, you know, the the quality and the form of the two sides involved, but three to ten is a price that
1: stinks. It stinks. It's 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 a really bad price, but you know, as you said, Tom, it's it's not exactly um you know, it's not exactly surprising, is it? You're looking no. at West Brom. West Brom are borderline hopeless to be honest with you. I Absolutely hopeless. Uh, United minus two, 21 to 10. That, wow. that No, not for me. That is a glimmer of hope. But again, I'd want more, to be honest with you.
0: Mm. Yeah, the only thing I was kind of looking at is Man United to win and over 2.5 goals. Uh, that's six to five. Um, that was the only kind of thing I could, I could take from this. There have been goals in both of these sides' games recently. West Brom eight of the last nine games have been over two point five. Man United five of the last seven. So um, that was the angle I was taken with that. But yeah, I, I don't know really. It's not the strongest thing
1: in the world. Well, West Brom have conceded sixteen in their last four at the Hawthorns. Um, if you want to go back a little bit more, they've conceded 19 in their last five at the Hawthorns. Wow. <laughs> and scored two, by the way. That's so bad. Yeah, um... it, it's absolutely ridiculously bad. So for me, I, I think United you know, you go here, they flex their muscles, they score plenty of goals, they win, I'm going to say 3 0. Four
0: nil. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon uh, Big Sam's in danger of getting a sack?
1: Apparently so. Uh, there's been a couple of reports. I mean, yep. his remit was to get them to the end of the season. He signed an eighteen-month deal, I think. Um, so you know, get them towards the end of the season, survive, and then and then go again. We questioned the appointment at the time, and I, you know, don't mean to toot our own horns, Tom, but we've been proven right. I'm convinced. Yep. That if uh, Bilic had stayed, they'd be in a better position. I still think that they would be uh, in the bottom three, but you know, I, I you mm-hmm. have to look at it kind of long term. You know, the the squad was not good enough, even if you know Guardiola was managing them. So if you go down, who who's more likely to bring you back up, Bilic or Allardyce? There's only one out. An- yeah. There's only one answer for me, and that's that's Billich. So
0: yeah, well uh, the. What I was going to allude to is uh, next manager to be sacked, Sam Allardyce, is 7-1. So, uh, it's not a bad price, really.
1: The vultures are circling. Mm,
0: Yeah, certainly are. Uh, Anyway, let's move on from that game. Let's look at the next one. It's Arsenal against Leeds. Uh, Two teams, I probably would say, are probably on the banned list in terms of... uh, who to bet on because they're so unpredictable? Arsenal five to six, the draw fourteen to five, and Leeds three to one. <sighs> don't know if you've got any more of an idea than than I have, but no, I mean, as, as Leeds. I would say Leeds at three to one is quite a good price because I could see them winning this, but I don't trust that enough to <laughs> confidently tip it out. To be honest,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Leeds have won more than they've lost on the road they've played 11 games they've won six of them and lost five so very all or nothing on the road um mm. i don't know if you remember tom but previously uh we tipped both teams to score in the reverse fixture we needed it to yeah. win and yeah. it lost uh yeah that was, that was
0: we're waiting on that for a treble i think weren't yes,
1: we? yes it was like a five or The 537, 45 kickoff, whatever. Um, And yeah, just I was actually looking at both teams to score again on the road, Tom. 81.82% of Leeds' games have been over 2.5. And then Arsenal, they're pretty much 50 50. 54.55% of their home games have been over 2.5. Do we go down this route again?
0: What? Well, so we go over two point five with both teams to score.
1: Whatever you want, I think probably both teams to score would be better. It's eight to fifteen, so you know around the one to two mark. Um, mm. To be honest, it seems like too too much of a discussion. If it's too much of a discussion, I think you leave it. No, I know. I'm just saying. You know, previously we got stung, but yeah, you know. The statistics say that if this game is played a hundred times, it you know both teams to score will come in more than it won't. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I appreciate just, that. just my angle there.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. How about Everton Fulham though? That's the final game on Sunday. Everton seventeen to twenty, the draw thirteen to five, Fulham sixteen to five, and I feel like finally. There's something that I strongly like here, and that's Everton, the home side, to win at what is not a bad price, just a shade under evens. Um, Everton going very well, played out that thriller against Spurs in the Cup in midweek where they won 5-4. Just three points behind Liverpool, who occupy the last Champions League spot, and they've got two games in hand on them as well. Yeah, I, I think, you know, this Fulham side shot of confidence at the moment. No wins in eight consecutive games. I think Everton, with the form they're on, should win this.
1: I agree. Any notion that Fulham are still on the up and still improving needs to be forgotten. That period has long gone. They now haven't won it in the last eight games. Uh, they've got a couple of draws in there. But ultimately, not good enough. Uh, and especially, you know, with a side like Everton uh, in their face, it's it's going to be tough for them.
0: Yeah, draws aren't going to keep you in this league. Nope. I remember, um, was it, it was Ita Karanka when he was at Millsborough in the Prem, kind of drew, drew his way to relegation by being tough, tough to beat and not scoring, not scoring many goals, but they... They didn't concede many either.
1: Yeah, I think they had a a top 10 record defensively. And yeah, going forward, they were bottom by a mile. And yeah, they were tough to beat, you know, gave teams, you know, a real game, made them work for every goal, but still went down. So
0: yeah, need to be winning. Better off winning one and losing one than drawing three. Correct. Right. Monday then, anyway. West Ham against Sheffield United. West Ham priced at four to six. The draw eleven to four. Sheffield United seventeen to four. Um West Ham seems the, the obvious one for me here. you got any more meat to add on to that? Do you fancy West Ham?
1: No, no I fancy West Ham. Uh they yeah. they were after that disappointing draw away at Fulham, they were very good. Against United in the f a Cup in midweek um they were you know pound for pound matching United. the fact that they lost that game doesn't put me off backing them here against a championship side four to six
0: yep. finally then Chelsea against Newcastle Chelsea two to nine. The draw eleven to two and Newcastle eleven to one. Let's move on. What a shocking price for Chelsea, but they'll probably
1: win. Yeah, terrible price, absolutely terrible.
0: (laughs) Right, okay, that wraps up the Premier League then. Let's take a break from the tips to quickly talk about our friends and sponsors at Manscaped. Manscaped have just released their new refined cologne or aftershave for us over in the UK. Um, It smells really nice. One of Many good products that Manscaped have got on offer at the moment. You know, they've got things like the Perfect Package 3.0 for uh, keeping your downstairs in order. They're the leaders in men's below the waist grooming for a reason. Uh, So please check them out at manscaped.com and enter FBP20 at the checkout. You can get 20% off your order and free shipping to go
1: with it. Indeed. Uh, Please check that out, guys, and help support the pod. Let's Championship. You got anything you want to kick us off with in championship? Yes, I do. Uh, Swansea. On the face of it, tough game away at Neil Thompson's interim Sheffield Wednesday. Still haven't appointed a full-time manager uh, following the dismissal of Tony Pulis, which feels like an age ago, to be honest with you. Now, when you have a look at the stats... Sheffield Wednesday have won five home games in a row. Uh, And they haven't lost to Swansea at Hillsborough for the last three encounters historically. And Swansea are coming off the back of a loss against Man City in the Cup. However, I am more interested in looking at how Swansea dealt with Norwich. So on Friday night, which was the 5th of February, Eddie dispatched Norwich in a real crunch game at the top of the championship. They beat them two 0 On the flip side, you look at Sheffield Wednesday and their latest results. Uh, they're a little bit, they're a little bit masked. Tom, uh, they beat Preston one 0 at home. Preston going through somewhat of a of a transitional period. Lots of January uh, ins and outs. They'd be Bournemouth away, ultimately the job that cost Jason Tindall. So, you know, Bournemouth not firing on all cylinders. They lost 4-1 away at a struggling Millwall. And then they'd be Wickham, who seem all but down, 2-0 at home. So I'm not overly convinced by their recent form. And for me, Swansea, serious automatic promotion contenders. 21-20, to 20, I will be taking the Swans.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree with that. Had that one myself. Um, going very, very strongly at the moment. So for me in the champ, I'm going to jump to Sunday for my number one tip here. And that's Brentford at home to Barnsley. So kind of two 2 folded tip here. So firstly, I think Brentford will beat Barnsley. That's not really, um, you yeah, know, I'm not a, any kind of wizard or mystic meg to predict that one. Eight to 13 for Brentford to get the win. 21 games in the championship unbeaten. It's seen them go to the top of the league. However, I do think we can add an extra layer onto this. I think we can get Brentford to win and over 2.5 goals in the game. That bumps up the price a little bit to 13 to 8. So that's much better. Um, Reason being, because the last four consecutive Brentford games have been just that. They've been goal fests and Brentford have come out on top every time. So just to run through the results for the last four games, they beat Wickham 7-2, Bristol City 3-2, Middlesbrough 4-1 and Reading 3-1. So action-packed, entertaining, Brentford scoring plenty of goals. So for them to win and over 2.5 in this game against the Barnsley side, who will try and play the right way and uh, and will try and attack the game, I think. And I don't think Barnsley are going to sit back and just, you know, defend and try and get a point. I think, again, there could be goals in this game and uh, that seems like
1: a good price to me. Agreed. Definitely. Uh, again, just like what you said, uh, one straight off my list. Tom, do you fancy third in the league at home against 20th in the league? Don't look who it is. Just answer me the question.
0: <sighs> Not if third's Norwich. <laughs>
1: It's not Norwich, because I'm not talking about the league table, the traditional league table. I'm talking about the championship form table. Um, I'm going to kind of reveal who I'm talking about now. You've got 20th, Bournemouth, and third, Nottingham Forest. Forest really turned a corner under Chris They, As I mentioned, this is of the last six games, They are in third position in the form table. The only blemish on Forrest in their last nine games was a humiliating FA Cup defeat away at Swansea. They actually lost that one 5-1. But in terms of league play, houghton has got them bang at it, and against a, a vulnerable Bournemouth side is how I'm going to describe Bournemouth. Bournemouth, on the surface of things, they beat Birmingham 3-2 at home, and they beat Burnley 2-0 away. That, they sound good. They sound great. Birmingham, now in the bottom three, definitely worthy of a point. Individual quality is what has carried Bournemouth to this point largely. Uh, Dan Juma, back in the uh, side, was largely to thank for this stuttering 3-2 win over one of the worst sides in the league if you're talking form table. Birmingham also down in 18th. And then Burnley Tom, um we had a look at their starting lineup for the FA Cup. You know, we don't understand it. Personally, you know, we feel like Dyche, you know, had a real opportunity to to make a real dent in the FA Cup, he decided not to do that. And Bournemouth went to Turf more and won 2-0. But I'm saying that side that Daesh put out was probably lower-end championship, mid-table champ, something yep,
0: I'd like I completely agree. I it completely was terrible. Agree.
1: So I, I'm not completely sold on Bournemouth. Forest, on the other hand, I am sold on at the moment. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about at the moment. This is the early kickoff. Two tips for you: you can either go safe, and you can do double chance forest, so forest or draw four to seven, or if you're feeling a little bit more brave, forests are priced at a very enticing eleven to five.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's, it does scare me, but I can definitely see why. Definitely see why. Um, and just picking up on that Burnley point that really annoyed me that yeah. he didn't play a full strength side because. They could be in the quarter final. Now the draw's been made and they would have had Southampton in the quarter final. Fantastic opportunity to go to the
1: semis. Thrown away. And I know I know you, you can't count your chickens ever. But for me, the bottom three in the Prem is sewn up. For me. Yep. Like I think Sheffield United, yep. Fulham, West Brom, they all go down comfortably. Uh, yeah. Comfortably. And and Burnley have been decent recently, yeah. It was really disappointing. But I agree. But I agree. Uh, whatever it is, what it is, Tom. Yeah. Anything, anything else in the champ, mate?
0: Just one more for me. Um, I li- I'm liking the look of Cardiff again at the moment, especially at home. They're evens against Coventry. Um, I feel like the last podcast we did, I was saying Cardiff were potentially um, struggling a little bit under Mick McCarthy. They hadn't had a win since he came in. Maybe you listened to the pod, probably didn't, but maybe he did because since we recorded that, they've won two in a row. Um, they're at home against Coventry and I just backed them to continue this this uh, improvement form that they've got at the moment because Coventry are really poor travellers. Uh, they've got the 22nd best away record in the league. So out of 14 away games, they've only won two. So they don't travel particularly well and they're coming up against the Cardiff side who seem to finally be on a little bit of a bounce under Mick McCarthy. So I think evens for Cardiff could be a maybe a little sleeper tip for the weekend. It might get overlooked by quite a few people, but I think Cardiff could run out fairly comfortable winners here.
1: Kiefer Moore uh, looking really, really good. Apart from uh, Tony and Armstrong, he has the best goal involvements per 90. In the championship. I remember um,
0: when you were Jovel, our <laughs> football manager, once and uh, you had Kiefer Moore for Jovel and you were raving about him years ago.
1: Absolutely loved him. Um, yeah, when Yeovil in the champ, somehow got him promoted to the Prem. Then in January of the Premier League, I was bottom. I spent all my money on a Wonder Kid centre half and he scored a free kick in the last on the last day in the 94th minute to keep me up absolute scenes don't know don't know why I don't know why I shared that but that's got nothing to do with Kiefer Moore but I love that no no Kiefer Moore was he was part of that Yeovil <laughs> that legendary Yeovil side but anyway uh League One
0: yeah League One um I think I'll start there's one that is Extremely obvious for me and probably the most obvious tip in League One this weekend. So let's not spend too much time on it. It's Oxford United at home to Wigan Athletic. Um, Oxford are 1-2 to two to get the win. I think they will do. Uh, they've been on a very, very good run. They've won nine of the last 10 games. Uh, the only defeat going away to Doncaster last weekend, 3-2. Um, I think, yeah, this Oxford side are banging form. They've brushed aside that that Doncaster loss by beating Bristol Rovers away 2-0 in midweek. And they go against Wigan, who in 22nd, you know, aren't really offering too much at the moment. They're very hit and miss in terms of their form. Uh, lost recently to Swindon and Drew with Rochdale. So they're not in great form, particularly away from home. So, yeah, uh, for me, Oxford should win this one comfortably.
1: Yes, probably... Most obvious tip in uh, the 92 this weekend, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. It could be up there. Possibly, yeah. Um, But yeah, I had to read it out, Tom, 100%. Let's talk about uh, Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury Town. Tom. Great price. Unbelievable price. price. Can't wait to get this one uh, off my chest. There's a few caveats, but... You know, I'll, I'll go through why I fancy Shrewsbury. Um, they're against Ipswich, by the way, Profit Chasers. Uh, Shrewsbury priced at 29 to 20. Tom, on, well, what day is it today? Thursday. On Wednesday, I sent you a tweet from the Shrewsbury Twitter account. And it read, yeah. last night's victory meant that this is the best start under a management team in the club's history. That's incredible. That's actually, that's actually so amazing. And uh, yeah, even though Cottrell remains in hospital, on the brink of being uh, discharged from hospital, uh, he's still got a big involvement. Apparently, he uh, he's calling at half-time, he's, he's calling uh, before the game, etc., Aaron Wilbraham is uh, stepping in. Um, And yet, Shrewsbury, as I mentioned, have have been great recently. They're against an awful team in Ipswich. Ipswich, I do do have to warn you, they do occasionally get results. They do. They don't often or ever deserve them, but occasionally they get results. So this is a slightly dangerous tip, uh, but overall, Shrewsbury in great nick against an Ipswich side that's won one of their last five games. That was a 2-0 home win over Blackpool. I'm all in on Shrewsbury. I wanted to have a look yeah. at double chance. It's 2-5. to five. Not great, but to win 29-20. to Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well on board with that one. I think it's a great price. Really do. Up the Shrews. Up the shrews, indeed. Um, So, yeah, I've only got one more, you know, in in League One. I thought it was a pretty tough week Mm -hmm. this weekend. Um, It's in the FC Wimbledon against Rochdale game. Shock, horror, uh, Rochdale feature on the podcast yet again. (laughs) This time, I'm going to to go for both teams to score this weekend in the Wimbledon-Rochdale game. Both sides cannot keep a clean sheet for the life of them. Rochdale, with a ten, Rochdale, 10 games without a clean sheet. AFC Wimbledon, seven games without a clean sheet. So everything points me towards both teams to score here. Um, eight of the last 10 Rochdale games have also been both teams to score. The price for it is seven to ten. Um, it's not too bad, to be honest, considering the stats and how leaky both defensive defences are.
1: It's not bad. Um, Rochdale... Rochdale are just the complete and utter story, aren't they? The pod week in, week out. There's yeah. just so yeah. much to talk about all the time. Um, and yeah, I completely agree with your tip there.
0: Um scored forty-one goals. It's you know, it's more than like it's the same as Oxford, same as Charlton, more than Sunderland, more than Peterborough, same as Hull, more than Lincoln. <laughs> they've got no problem scoring, have they? No. Just keeping it out at the other end.
1: No, and uh, obviously Quado Bar as well. They've now technically got a Premier League winger on their uh, on their hands following his January move and subsequent loan back. Yeah,
0: shame uh, they've got me and you in in centre of defence.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong there. <laughs> you are not wrong there, uh, Tom. <laughs> very interesting game at the kcom uh, just wanted to run this by you quickly uh, i'm going to have a look at mk dons double chance okay they've they've been really decent recently um looking at the form table over the last six games hull in 7th mk dons in 8th right behind them and as i mentioned hull not exactly Firing on all cylinders. They've only won one of their last five games uh, in all comps. Sorry, the form table is League One action only. They've only won one of five in all competitions. I just need to add that. They really could have wrestled top spot and, and really put their stamp on things, but they're letting it pass them by a little bit. And MK Dons have been really impressive recently, led by a rejuvenated Cameron Jerome, who's up to nine goals. Uh, he was a late sign-in as well. And yeah, I honestly thought he'd retired, genuinely. I was amazed when he popped <laughs> up. But he's been doing really, really well. MK Dons, double chance. So MK Dons or draw four to five. Definitely worth looking at, as I mentioned. MK Dons under a real, real good bit of form. Yeah, it's a good price that is four to five. Um,
0: any more though for League One because I don't I don't have any. No. We'll move to League Two then, and you know what I found I think I found League Two just as tough as League One to be honest. This weekend, mm-hmm. don't know about you. A little bit. Um, Cambridge South End is probably the obvious one in League Two. Cambridge thirteen to twenty at home to get the victory against. Uh, 23rd in the league, South End, Cambridge top. Cambridge have won four of the last five home games, being Crawley, Harrogate, Leighton Orient and Colchester. South End, they've lost four of the last five games in the league as well. So they're on a poor run of form. Cambridge, typically strong at home. 13 to 20 is reflected in the price, but Cambridge should get the job done.
1: Yeah, Wes Houlihan is honestly absolutely taking the piss at the moment rolling back the years he looks unbelievable obviously he was ne- the thing is uh well for new listeners me and tom are nottingham forest fans and i i always think about nathan tyson is the best example of this we had him at his prime when he was absolutely probably the fastest footballer i've seen in my own two eyes it was it was genuinely unbelievable to watch As he got older, he lost his pace, which was his best attribute, and then he tried to retrain himself as this kind of weird target man. But when you're like Wes Houlihan, and he was never the quickest anyway, your game doesn't change that much. No. Because he never relied on his pace. He relied on his mental ability, his spatial awareness, his quality on the ball, and, yeah, he's... He's just absolutely running riot at the moment for Cambridge. And, you know, they've still got the top scorer in League Two as well in in Mullen. So, uh, yeah, a very obvious tip there uh, for for Cambridge. Tom, it is not happy days for Michael Jolly. You see what I did there? Uh, They are away. (laughs) They are away at Forest Green Rovers. Again, you know, you have a look at the league table and you don't have to be a genius to tip this forest green, the home side in second position and Barrow, the away side in 22nd forest green unbeaten in the last three games. They've only lost one of their last five and uh, Barrow have lost two on the spin both in league two action. One was at home to Cambridge. As I mentioned, no disgrace. And the other one was away at Bradford again, Bradford, no disgrace. they have uh, really turned their form around since sacking McCall. but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Forrest Green coming off the back, Tom, of a massive win away at Carlisle. a huge win two yeah, one massive. Massive. Um, that will do absolutely wonders for their confidence. um you know, I, I really fancy Forrest Green here. their price at 17 yeah. to 20, so they're odds on but I still fancy him.
0: Yeah, no, it's a good price. It's a good price. And um, Forest Green haven't lost in the last nine games against Barrow. And These two sides, obviously Forest Green promoted from the National League into League Two in 2017. These two sides played a lot uh, in the National League. And it was uh, last in 2011 when Barrow got the better of them. So they have played each other quite a lot in the last kind of decade or so. Hmm. Forest Green coming out on top um, a lot of the time. So I've I've only got one more. Maybe you've got some more to kind of prop this mm. <laughs> this section of the show up. But um it comes in the Walsall against Cheltenham game. Again, I feel like this Walsall prop up crop up on the podcast every single week. Uh same tip, keeps coming in, so I'm gonna, gonna keep on tipping it. It's both teams to score. It's eight to eleven. Uh, Walsall have not kept a clean sheet for 17 consecutive games they're on a long long run now Uh, considering we've only they've only played 26 games you know that's I don't know the date off the top of my head but you know we're looking kind of October late October early November since they last kept a clean sheet in the league it's a long time Um, I think Cheltenham have got Enough about them definitely to get at least one goal against Walsall. And again, Walsall in mid table scored 33, conceded 34. You know, that tells you all you need to know. They're conceding, but they're also scoring. They're in mid table for a reason. I think they'll score again. I think they'll concede again. 8 to 11 for both teams to
1: score. Like it. Uh, Yeah, I do have a, a few nuggets to share. Tom Grimsby. It's grim. That's all I wrote down. It's grim for Grimsby. Haven't won their last nine. Lost three in a row. Lost five of six. Etc., etc., etc. Bottom of the EFL. 11 points after, uh, sorry, 21 points after 27 games. Horrendous. Mm. Horrendous Do you know what the worst stat was That I found when I was doing my research So they're playing I always do this They're playing against Tranmere <laughs> At home I'm looking at Tranmere Tranmere priced at 11-10 to 10. The biggest shocker That I could find here James Vaughan Is the top scorer For Tranmere He's got 16 goals This season He is a striker for Grimsby, their top scorer is Matthew Pollock, who you know is obviously named after a fish and plays for Grimsby, which I love. Uh, he has scored three goals this season. He is a central defender. How do I know that, Tom? Because he plays for my Notts County team on Football Manager. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Tran-Me have been great recently. Uh, they started the season off terribly. We really fancied them, didn't we, Tom? To to make a playoff mm, yeah. push and and uh, luckily they've turned it around. They had won five in a row. Uh, They did lose at home in a very... I think it's a little bit concerning. They did lose at home to Stevenage, who are definitely a relegation candidate. So that scares me a little bit. However, if there's one game that you want right now, although you'd obviously rather face them at home Grimsby away is exactly what you want
0: yeah I agree absolutely and And I was reading I was reading quite a lot on Twitter after the Tranmere game against Stevenage that you mentioned where they lost as well and fans were saying you know tired legs Stevenage came with an excellent game plan and Tranmere played right into their hands a couple of players out for Tranmere who should be back for this weekend um you think it's one of them you know He had a great winning winning run. It's come to an end. We go again, start again. And it's a fantastic opponent to uh, to do that against.
1: Agreed. Tom, the last thing I have, I I have some breaking news. Mansfield Town played a football match. What? They didn't, did (laughs) they? I thought they were never going to play again. They finally got the game. Yeah, three in a row they had. Postponed. Unbelievable because we were tipping them either on the pod or on Twitter as a midweek tip every time, and it got called off every time. Uh, but I'm hoping that their game's going to be on against uh, Steve Balls, Colchester. Uh, haven't won in the last 10 games they use. Uh, I said that they were in a false position. They're only going one way, and that is down the table. I think I can say that I was proven right so far, unless Colchester go on a miraculous uh, second half of the season run. Mansfield, it's hard to talk about recent form because they had such a big gap. Uh, But if you want to have a look at the form, you want me to read it out anyway, they've only lost one of their last six games. They bounced back um, and actually played their game, drew away at Walsall. I feel like that was a you know, a warm-up, you know, to get him back into the swing of things. And I think they've got to be overwhelming favourites here against Colchester. They're priced at 19 mm-hmm. to 20 as well. Uh, Mansfield away from home is the only uh, little caveat I have there.
0: Okay, cool. Well, that wraps up all the
1: tips then. No, it doesn't.
0: Week. Oh, it doesn't?
1: One more. <laughs> Just one more. Uh Carlisle United. Beach ball against the only way is Crawley. Um, Mark. <laughs> Mark writes Crawley. Mark writes Crawley. Um, he's getting absolute pelters. 34 years old, made his EFL debut at left back. Uh, half time Harrogate at Crawley were 3 0 up. Him and other players, it has to be said, part of a uh, half time shuffle by John Yems, uh, Crawley away at Carlisle. As I mentioned, Carlisle just coming off the back of that disappointing loss to FGR at uh, Brundell Park, but I fancy Carlisle to get back on this. Uh, Crawley, no win in the last four. Carlisle, 13 to 20.
0: Yeah. Um, It is 14 consecutive games that Carlisle are unbeaten
1: against Crawley as well. Oof. I like that. I didn't know that. Thanks for uh, that ammunition. No problem at all. Right. Now,
0: shall we do bomb-proof trebles? I'll go first with mine. Um, It was, I believe, the... um, I can't believe they're that price treble. It was. So It had had Brentford against Middlesbrough and they won 4-1. We have Manchester City against Liverpool. They also won 4-1. And then finally, we had Sunderland away at MK Dons, but they could only draw 2-2. So uh, Sunderland
1: let us down uh, for that one, which was really disappointing. Couldn't believe it. One of the best away defences in the EFL. Yeah. I think they conceded two in the opening 11 minutes, which is yeah. just, <laughs> <ridiculous>. <laughs> just t- typical, to be honest with you. Um, I had, as I a, as a touch on the show, my team's only conceded one, but the uh, the treble lost. Tranmere, they pulled through for me. I had them at Hones Port Vale. They won 3-1. Then I had Reading away at Stoke, drew 0-0. And West Ham away at Fulham, drew 0-0. So, <laughs> not, not one for uh, excitement. And unfortunately, it wasn't a winner.
0: Yeah. Funny that you picked two games that were 0-0. All three of mine had a minimum of four goals in. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. Uh, Anyway, right, let's look at this weekend's trebles then. You can go first if you want this week with your one.
1: Beautiful. So uh, I have a treble here. So just for anyone that's new, this is the part of the show where we put all of those uh, tips and research and kind of knowledge that we supposedly have, into a treble that we'll be backing ourselves with £10 stakes. But we only want you guys to bet what you can afford to lose. Please gamble responsibly. Do not gamble anything more that you can afford to lose. Uh, Okay, Tom, it's a League 2 treble for me. So I am starting off with Beach Ball, Carlisle, 13-20, to At home to The Only Way Is Crawley Town. Then we've got Forest Green Rovers at home to unhappy Michael Jolly's Barrow, 17 to 20. And we've got Cambridge United. I haven't thought of a funny joke for this one. They are at home to South End, 13 to 20. So £10 on returns almost on the nose 50 quid.
0: Yeah, it's good. The only thing disappointing about that is that Cambridge didn't have some kind of nickname or pun or something <sighs> to go on.
1: I know. I tried. I tried. Yeah, I, didn't I let down there. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't think of one. But yeah, maybe I should have done that first and then lent into the, uh, lent into the joke, so it didn't leave a bad taste. But there you go.
0: <laughs> right. So for my trouble then this is a both teams to score treble. Uh, we're going to start in. League one with AFC Wimbledon against Rochdale, both teams to score is 7 to 10. Then in League two, Walsall against Cheltenham, both teams to score is 8 to 11. And finally, the late Saturday kickoff, Brighton against Villa, both teams to score is 4 to 6. And a £10 example
1: stake on that pays 51.38 back. Nice. I feel like you love a late game. I feel like you love the drama, getting two in and yeah. having all of the profit chases on the edge <laughs> of their seat for an extra couple of hours of heart attack. <laughs> you love it, don't you? It seems to fall that way, doesn't it? Yeah, all the time. But uh, but yeah, anyway, on a serious note, uh, looking good and can't wait to back it. So, right. Fantasy. Yeah, your favourite part of the show? I hate uh, it. Fantasy so football.
0: <laughs> Have we got red arrows or green arrows this weekend? Me?
1: Yeah. Uh, red. You? Red. <laughs> talk me through it, had it, had it go. To be fair, I, I
0: don't think I did too bad, but because the quality of the league is high, I've gone down. So I'm, I'm in 128th now. Um, I got 64 points last weekend which was all right, I think. Yep. It
1: was above the average.
0: So, yeah, it went all right.
1: Nice. I played my wild card, got under the average points, and went down. So I don't know what more I can do, to be honest with you. Well, that,
0: went, that went very
1: well for you. <laughs> I don't know why I was like, honestly, what else can I do? Like, I, this game is stupid. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, we are up to 200 and, oh my God, I have just realised that mine and Tom's childhood best friend, Joe Hegarty, is bottom of the entire league. Wow. He is 217th, so I've just taken a timely screenshot. Um, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful can 't wait to send that over to him, however, the ten are doing well are the ten at the top of the table. They are in reverse order: Andrew Johnson, Paul Fraser, Andrew Robson, Andrew Jones, Scott Strang, Footy Lynx, David Arias, Owen Fagan, David Doherty, and Sean Hayes. so uh, dominated by Andrews, They're three of the ten Andrews. so Sean Hayes, <laughs> top at the moment. Uh, just looking at it, I don't want to do the math, but he's got around 40-point lead. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's looking good for him. Still time to join, though, isn't there, Tom?
0: There is, and if you do join, you will uh, join at your rightful place. So, if, if you are beating 1,553 points, you can jump in right at the top of the league and uh, swoop in and uh, steal a £20 free bet.
1: Yes, you can. So Tom normally puts the lead code in the pod description, but if he doesn't do so, you can ask for it on social media and we'll be more than happy to share that with you. So social media, T underscore FB podcast on Twitter, Facebook, facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you want to email us with any inquiries uh, or anything like that, then football betting podcast at gmail.com is the official way to go
0: yeah and if you have enjoyed the show please leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts um we'd really appreciate that if you could do that we've had some fantastic ones rolling recently which i believe you've been sharing on social media have not you tom yes sir yeah so please keep them coming that it really makes our day when we, when we
1: uh receive and read a, a nice review it does And finally, next week, there will be a change on the pod. We're not going to release much more than that right now. uh, But if you've made it this far, then you are rewarded with a sneak peek. Next week, will look a little bit different.
0: Exciting things coming for the pod. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so looking forward to sharing that with you guys this time next week. But for now, go well. Good luck. Send us your bet slips. And thanks for listening.
0: See you there, guys. Bye-bye.